0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter, Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. i sure I'm glad you did. Hey, I'm uh, super. uh, First off, I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend um, and whatnot. Uh, We certainly did here. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to have to start doing CrossFit to work some of that turkey off. Oh, my gosh. Uh, But, no, good times, good times. And I hope all of you listeners out there had uh, great times as well. I'm excited for today's show. We have a fantastic filmmaker on uh, as our guest today. He's uh, written and directed and executive produced. And I imagine probably wore one or two other hats as well um, on a new feature here. It's a mystery thriller, uh, thriller movie called Zero Hour. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Uh, Justin Groached I'm probably not saying that right. Groached? Yeah, no, no one no one ever does. It's uh it's
2: grutch, it's like crutch with a G. That's the uh, the easiest way I always uh compare it.
1: Grutch, I gotcha, I gotcha. I'll remember it forever now. Justin, yeah, exactly. how are you?
2: I'm good, how are you? You made a
1: movie. I'm doing yeah.
2: great. It's uh, just just weeks away oh. from, from finally getting it out. It's been it's been an adventure for the past year, you know, maneuvering around all the you know, the things we needed to, but, uh, we're, we're just about there.
1: Oh man. Oh man. Well, you know, everything changed. There was that little pandemic, uh, you know, just a slight hiccup in the, uh, no, I imagine, <clears throat> I imagine people were freaking out. We, you know, we didn't know if, if, if drive-ins were going to come back and be the, uh, the staple of theater going. Um, but, uh, you know, I imagine telephones yeah. were ringing, uh,
2: I wouldn't be against the, the drive thru that that actually sounds like it could be fun. <laughs>
1: so,
2: you know, bring bring back some uh, some other ways of, of viewing film. But yeah, I mean it was it was definitely it was right, you know, right at the downside of of the COVID, you know, uh shutdowns and everything where things were really starting to kind of come back, uh but everything was still questionable, uh you know. So that that just added to the to the mix uh, of everything else that came with it. I hear you.
1: I hear you. Now, you're based out of New Orleans, right? Correct. How cool is that? Do they have a a pretty favorable – I know different states, some states are great to film in, um, you know, with tax credit and and whatnot. Is Louisiana,
2: and is there a big film scene there? Yes. Louisiana has a great uh, film incentive, um, and it it definitely has, uh, you know, over the years, it, it really kicked off uh about let me see maybe around twenty or just under you know twenty years ago, give or take uh where the incentives what? started to really come into play uh and the movies here have been pretty consistent ever since you know you've had your slow periods, but for the most part it's been you know it's been going and and keeping keeping steady
1: that's fantastic that is fantastic. I live uh in South Florida, and we do not have a good incentive film here. it's it's yeah, weird they um. <laughs> Yeah, they well they give some breaks and whatnot, provided your small independent film, um, you know you can, uh as long as you can, as long as it's over four hundred thousand dollars or something like that, then the breaks kick in, and I'm like four hundred grand. I everybody I know who's making small independent films aren't making them for that,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't have got a kind of Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, a, a break point where, I mean, 400 you know, it's, that that's the point, you know, if, if even 100 or so. I think, if I remember correctly, I believe Louisiana starts at around 300 uh, you know, wow. in order to really have the incentives start kicking up. So it's not much lower, but once they do kick in, they're pretty good, you know, as far as know, the amounts you get back on everything.
1: That's fantastic. Well, I try to tell people, you know, I, uh, when, when – Things like that are happening. When somebody's making a movie, it isn't like they just go to the movie. and people go to dinner, and they go to, you know, stay in hotels sometimes. And, you know, I mean, there's uh, surrounding businesses. Uh, The the tide raises all boats, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, a process, for sure. You know, sometimes I I know I've had friends who, um, you know, in your business, in the movie business, uh, out in L.A., I remember I had one friend tell me, he's like, yeah, I was trying to do this shot, and there was a guy mowing the grass down the street, and he must have mowed the same patch of grass, like, you know, 50 times. Finally, I just went down there and gave him, like, 30 bucks or whatever to to move, to, to take a, I'm like, yeah, that was on purpose, you know. Yeah. I've heard similar
2: stories like that several times before. You know, you do you have your, your movie fans who love to see, you know, the making or, or you know, run into something like that. And you have other ones who could care less. You know, there's been several times, not my movie specifically, but other movies that I'd worked on where, you know, you're filming, you know, downtown New Orleans, you're filming in the French Quarter and things and and business owners aren't necessarily always happy, you know, if you're if you're out front and you're blocking, you know, the doorway. To uh, their mm. business, you know, and it it can you know it can be a hit or miss, you know, with with everywhere you go.
1: I hear you. I live in this little beach town, and uh, we're north of Fort and and uh, on the Atlantic side of the uh, state here in Florida, and it's a it's a quiet little beach town, little surf town, you know, and uh, the biggest thing that happened in the last couple of years is there was a they did a a, a movie of. Uh, what was it? What was it 21 Jump? No, it wasn't 21. I think it was Baywatch. They made a movie. It had The Rock and everybody in it. I can't remember. But anyway, they filmed part of it. They did a couple shots down here. And word got out in our little town. And I think the entire town, me and my wife are probably the only people who weren't down there at the beach getting in the way. Um, because uh, the whole town went down there, you know. Yeah. 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 It's a big exciting. Yeah. Years, years back
2: uh, when I did, oh, what was it? I think like Deja Vu, uh, the Tony Scott, Denzel Washington movie, which was, you know, a long time ago at this point, mm-hmm. uh, we were and we went to a small town in Louisiana for, for about a week or two uh, and it was so much different. You had people, you know, trying to line certain streets, you know, trying to see the actors, yeah. you know, getting all excited <laughs> over it. So when you go to a small town like that, you know, you definitely see the, the appreciation a little more, too, from people that don't normally see that type of thing.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you've been, as you mentioned, you you work on that. You've worked on some really big name, uh, some big films, you know. Um, let me ask you, Justin, uh, when you were a young lad, when you were a kid, did you know that, that this is what you were going to be doing, the coolest job in the world, making movies?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to do, and that's kind of what I pushed away at, you know, growing up literally as far back as being a little, you know, kid. You know, I loved cameras, I loved playing around with them, you know, loved, you know, making up stories and shooting our own little things, you know, with friends, you know, and then from there, you know, growing more into it, getting more interest, you know, I've always loved movies, and then when I was in high school, I really started to kind of keep my focus more and more in that area Uh, And then, you know, I I went to uh, a UCLA film program back around, I think it was 2000 or 2001. Uh, I spent the summer there. uh, And then from there, that's kind of when it all took off. Uh, You know, from that point on, I came back home. I went into college here uh, in the New Orleans area. And it just so happens, like right when I went into college, I started getting calls to, to work. Uh, so simultaneously, awesome. you know, back back then I was doing both, you know, at some points having, you know, the matter of a couple hours of sleep per night uh, between work and between school, uh, you know, so it, it all worked out in a way. I mean, that's actually when the tax credits really took off too. So that was a big boost uh, and that helped as nice. well uh, around that same period.
1: Nice. Well, that's awesome. You know, um, it, it's, you know, I'm sure people binge your ear. Or they, I would, um, you know, if I was in your business and, you know, hey, what, 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 tips and pointers. How, how do I get to be where Justin is, you know? Because that's what they all want to do, you know? They they want to be doing that. Um, yeah,
2: it's just, you know, and, keep and, on pushing, you know? Make those connections those friends. Get on those, you know, other... Obviously, I knew I wouldn't go into my own movies from the start. You have to, you know, start somewhere. So you really start at, you know, the, the bottom level and just from there start going upwards, uh, you know? And, and once COVID hit, too, it kind of helps with a way of me finally being able to break... Of, of production and stuff, all these other films that weren't necessarily my mm-hmm. own. Uh, and mm-hmm. more focused into my own projects. I'm mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Not sure what happened yeah. there. <laughs>
1: no, me neither. You started, um, you started fading, uh, going digital. You, you became a robot, and uh, then all of a sudden it just disappeared. So I'm not sure, but um, yeah, you were talking about how, you know, you, you just, during COVID, it was a boon because it freed up some space some time yeah yeah you do you have your
2: hours i mean when you're working on on bigger movies even smaller movies when you're working on them i mean minimum you know you're hitting 12 hours at least you know 14 hours a time and sometimes even more than that and you know you never have the time you know over the years i have been Mm -hmm. kind of developing my own projects writing things getting things together but you can never really put full focus there because you're always working Uh, And then in the times you you have your down period where you might finish a job, you don't want to do anything for a brief period because you just want to relax and take it easy, you know, and then before you know it, you're jumping on something else. So when COVID, you know, shut all that down, uh, it gave me that ability to say, you know what, you know, now I actually have time where, you know, there is no choice. You know, everything's shut down right now, so I can actually finally start pushing away more at this, Uh, and that's kind of what I started doing.
1: I hear you. I hear you. No, at the beginning of that, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, Zero Hour. It, it was it was very cool. Um, kept me on the edge of my seat. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I will say, um, I think I can say a few things without giving too much away. Um, th- this was shot so interestingly. At the beginning, a couple things I noticed at the beginning of this. Um, you found i don't know where you found these at if they're in new orleans or in that area wherever these were filmed there was a few of these these brutalist building architect brutalist style architecture buildings these big ominous, heavy buildings and you've got a uh I, I i'm hoping a drone i'm hoping that wasn't a helicopter or something flying yeah. around because <laughs> that would be super expensive um but it was just done so interesting you know maybe I'm like maybe you put a GoPro on a bird or something and had a, a falcon <laughs> point I don't know but it was yeah um, No, it
2: was it was all drone yeah no no, help, no we don't need the help I mean I remember back in the days of needing the helicopters luckily we, we've we kind, kind of gotten beyond that
1: point in many cases you
2: know where we can do a lot of that, it by drone
1: that's fantastic you know it's this was so interesting because you know and you it made me think I was sitting there I was watching it and I'm like you know I have lived, I, one of my, uh, I think it was my second or third, I grew up in Metro Detroit, and one of my, uh, I think it was probably my second or third apartment was downtown Detroit. And Detroit's one of those cities at, at the time, this was 20 years ago, but at the time, um, there were a lot of office buildings and people worked in those buildings, but come nighttime, it was a ghost town. There was nobody down there, you know? Yeah, Um, and it it, it, it's kind of an eerie feeling, you know. You're like, well, you you kind of feel like um, uh, the Omega or uh, Will Smith in, in, uh, you know, I Am Legend. Um, It just seems like the whole world is gone, you know. Yeah. And I got that same vibe at your beginning of your film, you know, with these these big buildings and heavy buildings. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. That was the way of,
2: you know, that was that was right outside of New Orleans in a city called Metairie, which is literally right up uh, against New Orleans, you know, beside, uh, beside New Orleans. Uh, but mm. I did it kind of for that reason, you know, with the aerial stuff, the, the nighttime, the way, you know, the, the traffic was very minimal. A lot of the buildings you could see, parking lots were mostly empty, you know, and there's back and forth periods with the drones, kind of to drag things along because, you know, she's in this building overnight and I'm sure you know plenty of people have right. worked night shifts before. You know, a night shift can drag on yeah. on top of the fact that you have you know something worse taking place overnight while you're there. Uh, so you know, so yeah, it was the idea was to try to get a location that could give that feel so that the audience is right there, you know, with the night dragging along with her uh, in that same type of environment.
1: Absolutely, and she left that big giant jar of peanut M and M's alone that was on top of that uh, <laughs> microwave. <laughs> Oh my god, I would have that. been hitting that. You can
2: only do so much when I'm you're on you're alone on the night shift, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, including I, I,
1: snack on stuff, yeah. you know. That's that's right. That's uh, No, this this was very cool though. It was way it, it was interesting, you know, you had her talking to uh you know, just the way that, that you set up the the scene, the, the world building in it. Um, you know, and you, this poor woman, you know, she's mm-hmm. grieving her husband's passed away. And um, she's still, I don't know, I think it's, it's one of those weird periods where maybe it is a little too early for her to be back at work. You know, she's still yeah. pretty well affected by that. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Over the last 40 years, we have followed our founder's vision to become a powerful force within our communities, forging long lasting relationships that redefine what's possible. We've empowered generations with tailored solutions to guide you toward opportunity,
0: toward financial fortitude, toward success. That's the power of ocean. Ocean Bank, member FDIC. When your guests bring their appetites, Kroger Delivery will make your dollars stretch with great deals on ingredients to make your holiday favorite. Thanks to our refrigerated truck, you can get Kroger Delivered to your door, even if you don't live near a Kroger store. Try today and save $45 total off your first three orders, plus free delivery when you sign up for a free trial of Boost. Order online now at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for orders of $35 or more. Offer valid with digital coupon. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: networking, and more. Metal Bay babe is babe taking over the world, one shirt at a time.
0: My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rocks Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, US.
1: cool it was cool fantastic actors in it uh actresses too and um i just i really enjoyed the film it it was an interesting well, story I, you know had you did you write this prior to, to filming i mean like right before you guys started uh before you made it or was this an idea that had been rolling around in your noggin for a while
2: i have over the years especially recently i've been developing several uh different scripts and several different projects you know with with budget ranges and the, the extent of cast sizes and locations and stuff varying, you know, from very minimal to very big. Uh, and at this point, you know, when COVID was all going on and things were still somewhat shut down, slightly coming back, uh, I you know, I was trying to, to come up with a brand new idea to say, what's something that would be, you know, fun, fun to shoot and on a lower scale where we're not having to rely on, you know, a major crew and, a, you know, a whole extent of locations uh So you know, as I started kind of thinking on the idea, I started to develop it from there uh and wrote you know put the script together in the months leading up you know the few months or so leading up to shooting uh and you know within I would say probably a year, you know I had the the script written, the movie shot, and post production complete uh within about a twelve That's or so long time frame. So it was definitely, you know, it's definitely a process and an adventure. You know, meanwhile, I have other projects that I've been, you know, as everyone, you know, in this type of field does, you know, that I've been developing for years that are kind of just hanging in the background right now because I keep throwing other ones ahead, you know, like this one being one of them, for example.
1: I hear you, man. I hear you. It's awesome. It's very fantastic. Now, I also noticed, um, you know, I I noticed you also are the the executive producer of this film uh, because that's why I'm so happy about this. I was just talking about this to a uh, friend the other day about how the majority of movies do not put um, uh, credits and whatnot, working credits and everything at the beginning of the film. They seem mm-hmm. to tend to all want to keep it to the end, you know? And, um, and then, and then throw a post credit scene in there. So you'll watch everything or yeah. know, that's the idea, I guess, but um, no, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Justin went full on Superman, Christopher Reeves, 1978. He had all the credits in the beginning and whatnot. But I did notice um, that your sister was one of the producers. No, I don't. I don't know if it was your sister, but who were they? Yeah, my, was all <laughs> my my
2: wife. She she. It was my wife, and she actually got pulled into a lot more uh, positions and duties than she originally came on for. So she originally wasn't ah. planning to to produce with me. But at one point, I, I needed the assistance because you know several of us had different, you know, multiple jobs that we were handling. Oh yeah, uh, and you know that was just one that she was suddenly thrown into that world and kind of took the lead on things because you know I had my hands full elsewhere and you know she was there to support it to keep things running and I mean everything went good. You know, everything we didn't you know have any That's major, hit drops. We didn't have any major problems. You know, everything everything flowed.
1: Sounds like you got a ride or die right there. You know. Um... She's a keeper, Justin. She's a keeper. Oh yeah, no, definitely. You... She since moved
2: on though. She's already told me. She's like, I don't know if I want to produce movies anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now you know. Now I'm focusing on my next ones. You know, and I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'll rearrange this a little bit because I have a feeling she's she's actually moved over into other other you know areas of, of work um, right. away from this. <laughs> so I doubt she'll be back with she'll me. Be starting up. We'll,
1: we'll see. <laughs> She'll be starting. What do you think of uh, distribution? And uh, maybe I'll just start my own network. No, no. I'm, yeah, no. I'm, I'm it's not funny. I've actually joked that. with her on that.
2: I've joked with her on that type of right. stuff. Saying, "Why don't you jump into this side of things?" And she was like, "Yeah, I don't know about that."
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> but,
2: uh, but you know, you got to have the like and love for it. You know, I wanted. You know, I kind of when she met me a long time ago, she knew that this was my world. This is what I like doing. You know, this was never really hers. You know, per se. So you know, when I kind of pulled her into it. You know, I'm sure there were a few surprises. You know, so I'm sure me then telling her, "Hey, amazing. by the way, I need you to produce with this." You know, I'm sure you, you know that's a, a surprise in itself. But everything went well. You know, everything turned out okay.
1: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. You know, and you know, and it, it's amazing too because I always kind of one of my standard jokes when I talk to film people is um, I, I'm not in the film business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people uh, and stuff. You know, been doing that for decades now. And, uh-huh. um, but I am self-employed. And so, you know, when, when the wife says, you know, we need a new dryer, um, I think in terms of paintings, I'm like, okay, well, uh, that'll be <laughs> sweet paintings. And, um, who needs to, who do I need to paint a painting for, you know, real quick, make some money here. Um, and yeah, that's just how yeah. we, you know, how it goes a lot of times. And, um, but one of the interesting things is, if I can usually, and I'm, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I'm like, okay, well, we can get that dryer in three weeks. You know, that's what it's going to take for me to paint these paintings, sell them, get the money, and we can go spend it. Um, you know, or whatever, whatever it is. You know, oh, want to up your insurance? You know, whatever. This is what we got to do. Um, now, as a filmmaker, though, because sometimes. Time is different, and movie time is different. You know, it could be a year and a half uh, before returns and stuff start coming in. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you have yes. to have somebody, a partner, that understands that. You know what I mean? That that isn't like, w- what the hell is this, Fellini? Uh, you know, we got to get a dryer. Come on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like no, I, totally,
2: that. totally. She's she's been. You know, she's been very supportive within those means, too. I mean, she. there was a the period, uh, you know, where you have that little bit of downtime because, you know, when you're working, say, 60, 70-plus-hour weeks, you know, when Can you finally finish a, break, a job, whether – yeah, it, you, need, you need some time to kind of recoup. And, you know, whether that's the matter of a couple of weeks or a couple of months even, you know, in some cases, you know, it's all about the next job coming, too <laughs> – uh, so you have those in-between times where it's a mixture of, you know, she's there to support things, and then also you need to make sure that while you are working, you're not just blowing your money. You know, you have money that you're going to mm-hmm. be able to fall back on when that time comes, and you're going to have that down period, and that's kind of how I focused on, on you know, my career along the entire way, always making sure I had something to fall back on as far as money goes, uh, you know, when the time came and, you know, the work had stopped momentarily. Uh, and it is a little Absolutely. different you know now with with my own, you know, because it's it, you know back then it's like you're working on a movie for anywhere from several months, maybe six months, maybe even a year in some cases. So you can really rack up the the saving of some money if you do it right. <laughs> uh, however, when I'm doing my own right. movie, it's a little different, you know so so you know that it's been it's been a process, and it's definitely been uh you know a, a new way of of looking at things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it's, it's interesting because um, where you grew up, New Orleans, uh, I lived in New Orleans for six months a million years ago uh, when I was just out of school. And um, I went to school in Boston, and I said, I want something different. And a lot of people think I just moved to California right after school, but that no, no, no. There was a six-month New Orleans stop-off. And, um, yeah, did it all there. Uh, you know, got me some black and white, carried trays. And uh, I made a lot of money in New Orleans. You can spend uh, a lot of money in New Orleans. Yes, too. <laughs> yes, and exactly. you young and dumb. Yeah, and it, I
2: it's definitely. You, you definitely need to watch your pockets. You know, you definitely need to watch your your money, you know, especially in this industry and depending on where you live. And, I mean, yeah, New Orleans, I mean, everyone talks about the food and everything, you know. and You, you know, it, me and my wife eat out probably just as much as we eat at home. So, you know,
1: you also need to watch that right. because that can add up quick.
2: You know, that could definitely add up Absolutely. a lot you know, in a brief period of time.
1: Absolutely. I'm telling you, one of the best Chinese restaurants I ever went to was in an, a big old house in the Upper Garden District. Um, really? Know, it was like a house from the outside. Yeah, and it was, but it was a restaurant. I had never been in a place – I would never been in a New Orleans house before. And I remember going in there, and the ceilings were real tall, and the fans were real low. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. It cool. It's
2: a lot of houses um, have been converted that way. A lot of actually the post the, the post production house who did you know all the editing and post work on the movie uh is in a former, you know, large house uh in the downtown area. Uh and I mean it's beautiful. <laughs> you know, the the way the it's it's beautiful and you could see I mean you could see in the older days the style of the house. You can see where you know, a hundred years ago, you know, someone was actually living there as their residence and now it's a business.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's very, very cool. Well, this was a fantastic movie. Like I said, it 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 kept me on the edge of my seat. Um, I I don't want to give anything away because I want everybody to watch this, uh, because it's 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 really cool, man. And um, this comes out on the fifteenth uh, of December, I believe. Right? If my notes correct are here. Yes. Nice. Uh, December fifteenth. films on that. Yeah. Uh, how cool is that, man? How cool. Now, have you done work with them before? Or is this the first I have not.
2: There? I have not, but they've been great so far. Uh, you know, communication uh communications been good. You know, they're they're quick with things, with answers, you know, with getting turnaround on oh, things. Yeah. I mean, so far, so far I'm very happy with the uh, the process that that I've been dealing with.
1: Well, you know, between you me and the lampposts here, I've never heard a bad thing about them. And I will say yeah. this, When I'm flipping through various streaming platforms looking for something to watch, I see that Terror Films logo pop up a bit. So, you know. Yeah, uh, they've done – they obviously obviously know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Good thing.
2: For sure. And what's funny – what's really funny is when I was actually shopping around the movie, they were one of the first ones I talked to. And, you know, after months of shopping it around and I did get interest from, you know, other places – you know, mm. they always say that the first one you go to is normally the, you know, same thing with my wife. You know, she got her out right. truck a truck. <laughs> you know, and the first yep. truck she looked at after, you know, two months of looking at trucks, she finally went back and ended up buying the first truck. And it was a similar situation here with, with Terror Films. You know, they were, you know, by far, you know, one of the easiest ones. And, you know, most uh, communicative ones as far as, you know, if I needed something or had a question, they were always there to, you know, give that answer or get back to me. So, I was happy with all that, so sure, you know. Sure enough, I went back to them, and even the process here, you know, even the process of getting it out, you know, has been pretty, uh, pretty fast. You know, I mean, considering we did just, you know, oh, shoot it, amazing. you know, a little over a year ago.
1: It's amazing. You did such a well, uh, such a great job uh, with this film. Like even at the beginning, you know, you're showing the hallways, the these tan hallways typical uh, of any office uh, building anywhere but um and, and there's really nothing out of place, but it's such an eerie feeling and and such a feeling of, of something just ain't is off a little bit. It almost reminded me of the uh the overlook hotel and the shining, you know, yes. um,
2: yeah yeah, yeah, a smaller plane.
1: smaller scale, but yes, that's kinda in the
2: way of but, with, you know what the feel I was going for
1: well it it uh, mission accomplished, my friend mission accomplished. dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s
0: hey rockers this is stacy lane wilson author and editor of the rock and roll nightmares book series i have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians artists authors filmmakers and music historians in season one i interview phil tucson from Ozzy osborne's band Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering Amethyst Energizing Citrine Colorful Fluorite The Other Side of the Sun Earth's Treasures Brought to Light Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings, and use coupon code ROXX, That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light.
1: Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. She's uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle is just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, all over the place. Uh, Michelle Albion dot com, M I C H E L E A L B I O N dot com. Michelle Very very cool stuff. Check it out. Folks. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't want to be in there all night by myself. Are you kidding me? Um couple questions I am curious about. Uh, the uh antagonist had a unique mask. Um do you still have that mask? I have
2: uh, yes, I have I have the a- mask and parts parts of the costume. Uh you know,
1: not you nice. know, not a few pieces missing, but for the most
2: part I have it yet. I'm
1: telling you. I'm telling you, there you go. It's Halloween, man. Answer the door with that thing on. Whoa. Kids will never come yeah I, never I did come make on. the joke if you times, um, this and so
2: let's get this in some spirit halloween stores you know for next halloween yeah. <laughs> you know, try to you know try try to get it out there you know who knows if that would ever happen but you know i would love it you know seeing people you know dressing up in, in these outfits and i was trying to go with something basic but also pretty eerie you know and just adding like the the way the eyes and mouth and all are on the mask
1: yeah, absolutely do you think john carpenter got any of that um uh, you know, Captain Kirk money uh, the mask there from Halloween. Oh. I wonder. Um, <laughs> I don't probably know. Probably not. That's a
2: very that's a good question. Yeah, probably not. But you know that that mask has become probably one of the most you know iconic masks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. You know, and to hear the story behind that too is just crazy.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, all this film stuff is I find fascinating. I, I love it. I love it. Now, when this comes out, are you going to um, – is it going to come out on Blu-ray as well, or is it just going to stick, stick to streaming? And if it does right. come out on Blu-ray, are you going to do one of those director uh, – well, in this scene, we were doing – you know, those are fascinating, I find, uh, Yeah, you yeah, know, per, per,
2: perhaps. I mean, I – just recently, uh, while I'm like juggling around on a, a next project that I am trying to get going soon, you know, I've also started looking into like, you know, D V D and Blu ray distribution. Uh my main focus yeah. up front was was digital and getting it out there. Uh, you know, yeah, and then looking absolutely. into the other end the word, after the fact. And like as of now, we have um, we have several different streaming services that will be uh, that'll be airing it. Uh, you know, starting on the fifteenth, and then rolling out from there. You know, from, from service Absolutely. to Absolutely.
1: Well, the great thing about having a mask uh, on on your antagonist there is, um, you can uh, you know when you start doing the the cor- the, the cons, uh, the conventions, why well, you can put anybody in that mask. You know, yeah. Go find some a, a day labor guy or something. Okay, wear this and sign X on all these pictures yeah. uh, after yeah. you get the 10 <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean,
2: it's it's good. You know, that way, what's funny is, you know, we, since it was a smaller crew, smaller cast and all, we actually, you know, I was in the, the costume at times. You know, myself, just nice. to take on that, that work. You know, just, to, you know, we were throwing different people in costumes because you can't tell who's there. You know, you can tell who's under it. Right. So, you know, we're like, well, you know, who's around right now that can throw this on because we're we're going to get this shot, you know, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it makes it that much easier to, you know, being able to continue on rather than have that killer that the entire, you know, the entire film, you see their face, you know, and you, you need to have that person constantly. You know, you're able to play with things a little more this way.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, like when you were working on Benjamin Button, you, you know, where's Brad? Oh, he's over there eating something. Well, tell him to hurry up because we need him over here. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> a rookie, yeah. It, it <laughs> yeah. Uh, and- yeah. No, that was definitely a uh, that was another experience in itself, Benjamin. I mean, I was on that movie for over a year, uh, so that one that was in that was a fun one, definitely, definitely, definitely. Have stories, uh, and that was earlier on. You know, when I was really starting to to pick up in my career. Uh, you know, and, and go from there.
1: That's so cool. Yeah, that is so cool. Well, tell me, I'm my curious. This film was so great. And, and folks, we have links to uh, Justin's Facebook and Instagram and the IMDb and all this and that. And when it drops on the 15th, don't think that, you know, you're not going to remember it because I'm going to blast it out. I will definitely be blasting it out everywhere um, oh, on I love the 15th because I want everybody to watch this. Uh, it is so good. But you piqued my curiosity a little bit. You said you're juggling around. I know how you film people can be sometimes until all the I's are dotted and the T's crossed. It's sometimes hard to talk about upcoming projects. Can you talk about one you might have in the pipe? Because I want to see more.
2: Yeah, yeah, right now I have um well I have I have several of them and the thing that yeah, my wife even tells me sometimes like focus on one cuz I'm like juggling around several of them and next thing you know I'm coming up with an idea for a new one while I'm still sitting here doing you know the prior one. Uh but right now the, the one that looks like uh it is the next one that could start up possibly in the coming weeks or month or so. Uh that's what the aim is at least. Uh is another it's a psychological thriller. Um, that nice. takes place a lot in, uh, you know, you had, uh, with zero hour, you have the office building, this other one's more so of a hotel. So it actually kind of, you no. know, in a different direction, uh, different storyline, different environment, but once again, uh, you know, a, a location where, uh, you know, psychologically the audience is, is being messed with. And there's definitely much more psychological, Uh, aspects to the next one uh, than there was in in this this prior one, Zero Hour.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, I I love a psychological thriller and it seems that everybody else does too, which doesn't surprise me because I don't know if your wife is like my wife, Justin. Oh my gosh. I don't think that there's a crime that's been committed that they've made a show about um, on one of the, I call them the murder shows that she just, Yeah. When I first met her, she was obsessed with these ghost hunting shows, but they never found anything, so it got old. Uh You know, she was like, (laughs) "Yeah, "Eh," you know, the same thing." Um, Now it's her thing is murder shows. Oh my gosh, I I don't know if I should be worried, you know, because she watches a lot of them. But. Every woman I, I actually had. Shows. What,
2: what's funny is, I was talking with a friend the other day who said the same thing. Their wife's also into the murder shows and all, and he said the same thing. He was like, Should I be worried?
1: <laughs> so it's funny Absolutely. to say that. I mean, they're,
2: they're popular. You know, late at night, you know, I'll find myself at times turning them on too. You know, even going to bed, it's like, Yeah, I'm going to bed to, you know, murder shows on the television. You Yeah. Know? Mm. It's, you know, maybe maybe there's something to worry about there. But to me, it's all, you know, just the interest. You know, you're always questioning, you know, oh, what, yeah. what's the twist here? You know, what, what's going to happen or who did it? You know, that type of situation. Absolutely. And, you know, that's as far back as I can go, you know, even like the original Scream movie and all. You know, that was one of my the, – the ones that really, back in the early 90s, really got me into that style of movie. Not just the the horror movies, but the ones that have, a, you know, a bunch of twists and turns and questions oh, yeah. uh, throughout that process. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Silence of the Lamb, you know? Um yeah. Hannibal Lecter, creepy as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the interesting thing about that is what was his kill count? Three, I think, maybe maybe three with a probable <laughs> at the yeah. end, you know? Yeah. Um you know, there's a lot of talk, but we didn't see a lot, you know, and didn't need to. I g I don't know. It was pretty it was pretty intense. I don't wanna ruin Silence of the Lamb for anybody who may not have seen it. Help you have not seen that movie? Um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, so, I met somebody the i met somebody and they said they have never seen Jaws. I'm like Jaws? how yeah, come you have never seen Jaws, you know? Yeah, I've uh, met
2: I met well, people who well, 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 I had to it was a show. You know, we keep going back to the, to the wife situation. When I first met her years ago, you know, I had to fill her in on a few films. And you know? I was like, you haven't seen this? You know, so, of course, we had to have our sit-downs and, and go through the movies she hadn't seen.
1: Yeah, look, i I got you beat, Justin. My wife, my wife is Italian-American, had never seen Rocky or The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? are you insane? <laughs> really? Said, and Rocky is a romance it's not even yes it's a sports movie but it's a romance that's the whole you
2: know that's the story yeah we, adrian and Ryan. my one of my favorite trilogies is uh back to the future you know and Mind my it. uh my wife when i first met her she had not seen any of them and i was like okay we're having a back to the future weekend you know we're going to watch all three of them and she loved them you know funny enough you know part three oh, of the Western. you know one was with her favorite uh, you know, I lean more towards yeah. part part two, a little bit of part one. I think maybe part two was my, my favorite, though. But she likes that Western-type stuff. She likes Tombstone and those type of movies. Wow. So, you know, that kind of that kind of helped her with, uh, with the, the ending to that trilogy.
1: I'm sure you pointed out to her, and I, I know the reason I'm saying this, because, folks, we didn't plan this. The whole show's unscripted. But if you watch part three, there's a scene where there's a dance in town and there's a unique band playing. Uh, at the dance in the old west, and they all or two of them have long beards and yes. play the guitar. Um, <laughs> so many people don't know who that
2: is. She when she saw that because she liked it, she was like, "Is that who I think it is?" And you know, like, and I was like, "Yeah." So that kind of added a little bit to it too, because she, she's into that type of that type of of thing, you know, that type of music, that type of film. So oh, she yeah. liked the first two, but part three was definitely her uh, her choice you know of the trilogy
1: oh absolutely you know that movie did so you know it, it's funny because there's so many so often um i'm really into science fiction and i have science fiction friends and they'll, they'll rip apart they are worse than horror movie fans um science fiction fans uh, will rip apart a time travel movie um you know uh-huh well did you notice what No one does it better than the Back to the Future franchise. They got every – I don't think there's one temporal discrepancy in that trilogy. The
2: way they kept those holes covered, you know, as far as loopholes and things. I mean, of course, you have people picking up things constantly no matter what. But it is very – it's definitely tight. And I like those type of movies. I like movies that psychologically make you think, you know, whether they're a horror Mm -hmm. thriller or whether, you know, it's time travel like that. I like the movies that make you think, and then also the movies that kind of connect in different ways, the way they did in that trilogy. You know, where they had, you know, part one connecting to part three at times, and part two to part one, mm-hmm. and the, the way things were all intertwining. You know, it, it keeps your brain moving, uh, and makes it that much more fun. At least, uh, you know, at least I think so. You know, that's, that's why I like them. So absolutely, much.
1: absolutely. The
2: the Twin
1: Pines Mall changed.
2: Uh, yeah. And they
1: have the simple, simple little
2: things like that that you know people need to keep an eye out for, you know, to see those small little things yeah. that they add in just to, you know, give that little bit of like a, I guess you'd call it ether egg or whatever it is, you know?
1: Yeah. It was it's great. What a great trilogy. Well, this film, and we're talking zero hour folks, um, is phenomenal. One of the best lines in it are uh our our uh, not antagonist, our protagonist, Ida. Um says something very profound in the movie what the f and i was thinking that at the same time when it happened (laughs) like she read my mind
2: it was it was it was funny because you know at the time you know it's literally you know you have your other characters too earlier on later on but you know throughout that entire mid-portion of the movie you know she's alone in the building so you know you can only go so much you know unless she wants to go crazy and talk to herself all night you know so you know the mm. the dialogue itself was very interesting while we were, were going along sometimes you know that that might have been dropped a few too many times so like okay let's redo that because <laughs> we you know we we have used that you know before so we we kept playing with words uh, and it all it all worked
1: Absolutely. out you know you know it, it all definitely worked it out in the end. This was a a fantastic – I love – I don't know the the technical term for uh, the way this was shot. Uh, There's a film term to it uh, that I liked the type of film. Um, uh, There's a term – there's got to be a term for it. I I don't know what it is. But it was just really cool. I I really liked it. Um, It was crisp and clear. You you obviously have a great camera, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, we had we had a great group of people. What's funny is, you know, some of the you know our guy with our camera actually lived close by, so he loved it. You know, he was like, oh, I live right down the street from from the building where we were shooting. <laughs> uh, but you know, we had uh, you know a small but great group of people uh, that you know everyone was having fun. You know, we shot it, we were having a good time, and you know, in the end, everyone you know so far you know happy with what they're seeing. You um, know, I'm just happy to finally get it out because I've been talking about it, obviously, for, you know, well over a year now, and people are probably like, okay, when is this thing finally coming out? Uh, so, you know, now yeah. that I'm actually able to get a date <laughs> with it, you know, it helps.
1: That's fantastic. Now, when you hooked up with Terror Films, were you doing um, the, uh, the the convention, or it's not conventions, what do they call it, film festival uh, circuit? Is that how you guys uh, met and whatnot, how that no. relationship
2: started? I, uh, oh, that's cool. I I was gonna I was looking possibly into the film fe- uh, festival circuit, but instead I decided to just reach out uh, to you know different distribution contacts, right. you know, and you know I just went from there and I spent some time you know going through the ropes with you know getting information out you know those who wanted to see it, getting it to them so they could see it, uh, you know, and like I said, we had you know Terra Films is one of the earlier ones that I'd gone to. Uh, You know, and I continue, you know, that was early in the process, so I continued, you know, poking around, looking elsewhere. I got some interest from a few areas, but in the end, you know, Terror Films was in the back of my mind, you know, and I I liked the way things had started with them from the beginning, so that's where we we ended up.
1: I love that approach, and I'm not in the movie business, but I'm on the outside looking in, and one of the things that I think is a real drag with the film festival, and I'm not putting anybody's, Business plan down. I mean, what the hell do I know? You know, I'm just a painter with a podcast. But it seems to me that you know, yes, a lot of people. I think that, that maybe that don't understand the process. They think, oh, you just send your film out to all these festivals. Well, that's true, but there's an important thing you have to send with the film, and that's usually a check. And that doesn't uh-huh. mean that it's going to be seen. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't send you yeah. the money back. <laughs> you know. And, and with the, it can be quite expensive, you know? I yeah, mean, with, with the I way of things now, I mean, I can see.
2: yeah, digitally, I mean, now it, it makes it, you know, so much easier because, you know, it can get very involved, you know, the festivals and all. And, I mean, of course, you know, big films, small films alike, you know, they, they all, you know, they'll, they'll have success or maybe they want at festivals. But it's a process between the money, the travel, the, you know, what you need to get, you know, to them, you know, for that when nowadays with digital – You know, you have a digital link or something or some, you know, things that you can share with these distributors. That was my thought. You know, rather than go that route, I'm just going to go the digital route. Yeah, exactly. Throw a password on a link, send it to them, you know, and from there, you know, the process also can be, you know, quicker. I would, you know, I think too, although, you know, you do have some that you'll you'll wait a few months before you're hearing back from them, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. But the process, you know, can be a little quicker too, and I think that helps with getting the movie out. Uh, as quick as we were able to.
1: Absolutely. And for any of my younger listeners out there, I'm going to have one of my Gen X moments here. I'm going to tell you something. Um, Put money in a coffee can, save up your money, get yourself a decent-sized TV. I've got a big uh, 70-something-inch one, and movies are (laughs) so great to watch on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't use a phone. I can't even
2: imagine watching a movie on a phone. Are you kidding me? No, never. You know? Never, yes. No, I got that same thing with me. Yeah. yeah. No, I music's I it the extent you know I, I have a big T V in my den. I have uh, I believe it's like eighty six uh inches or something in my yeah. den area. Uh, you know, and that's that's where I watch most of the movies I watch. Including my own. You know, when I was going back and forth at yeah. the post house, you know, I I watched my own movie probably twenty times on this T V. Uh, you know, from my den. Uh, and yeah, I mean, nowadays with the sizes of
1: TVs, that's the only way to go.
2: You know, you can't, you know, I can never Absolutely. watch a movie on, on a telephone.
1: No, no, no. It's, it's, I'm that generation. I'm a, probably a little older than you are, but probably not, but I don't know. Maybe, you know, I don't know, but uh, we were that way with music, you know, growing up, we always had like a big component system, you know, a big pioneers. Yeah. And speakers And, you know, we heard music. Um, now I hear my, my wife. My wife's a little younger, and she'll, she'll be, like, "Listen, to these better her." I'm like, how are you liking that tinny-sounding? It sounds terrible. And she's like, no, that's just a song. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. No, I'm not that bad. Not not all the time. Um, that That's how,
2: even on my computer, if I'm listening to music on my computer, you know, it just doesn't sound the same as putting it through a stereo system, you know, or, or some type absolutely. of, you know. Better quality. I know they try to put better speakers into computers nowadays and stuff, but at the same time, it's so much nicer, you know, on an actual system. Uh, we had the same thing when I was growing up. I remember, you know, my, my family had the, the big old setup, you know, the big speakers, the mm-hmm. big you know, setup with the system, all that stuff, and it's so oh, funny man. to see where we ended up now and how that is condensed for so many people.
1: Absolutely. It's it's a weird I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. They were talking about, you know, getting their new iPhone, and I'm like, and we were talking about iPhones, and I said, "You know, that was released in 2007." And they're yeah, like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, doesn't that <laughs> seem like three years ago?" I mean, yeah, it's been—I remember 14 when people first ago, had them, whatever it is. But yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, it's
2: time time crazy. flies when you're having fun, or when you're getting older. the older you get, the quicker time moves.
1: It seems. Oh, I'm telling you, I, tell you, I can't believe it's Christmas time already. I—it's I, yeah. just the Easter. Yeah, it feels-
2: you know, like a week yeah, ago. It feels like we just um, had New Year's, you know, a few weeks ago, and we're going yeah. back into it again.
1: Let me ask you something. I know I've been keeping you too long, Justin, but I'm trying to hurry. But I have to ask, because, you know, you're a New Orleans cat. You and your wife, you guys are, you know, you're making movies, and you're living in the coolest town ever. What are you guys doing? do you guys do on? Do you guys go out, uh, down to the corner or something on New Year's, or we, how does we, we Not make- as much as we
2: used to. You know, we used to a lot more, okay. you know. There's a lot of, you know, obviously the quarter and all, you know, it's the most tourist, you know, driven area. You know, in the in the younger, you know, back, you know, in our 20s, you know, and early 30s and stuff back then, you know, it was a little more fun, you know, especially if you got a group of friends, you know. So we still do from time to time, but, you know, not as much. I live right outside of the city. I'm about maybe a 10-minute drive from downtown. So, you know, it's I'm able to go back and forth between two different worlds you know, when I need to or when I want to. Um, but, you know, nice. we have fun, you know, whether we're we're hanging with some friends at, a, at someone's house or we're, you know, going out for some food or some drinks or something, you know, it, it's definitely a fun place to live. You know, we we have a good time. And, you know, I've always said, you know, I don't really want to leave here, even though I thought I would need to earlier in my career. I thought I might right. have to move away. You know, luckily that did not happen and I was able to, to stay put. Oh, that's cool. That
1: is cool, you know, and it's it's it's. It's nice to find where where home is, you know?
2: Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: Some people, it takes them a while, you know? It takes them a while. It's uh, very, very cool. Well, you were super, and you know this, Justin, you've got to know this in your heart of hearts. You're really good at what you do. You know, you need to keep doing this. Um,
2: I I appreciate (laughs) it. And hopefully, you know... (laughs) I, I do with what I can with the budgets we have at the moment, you know, like I said, hopefully this leads to, you know, bigger, you know, bigger things to where, you know, I can actually start putting more, not just to paper, but more to screen as well, you know, in the in the way I want to, um, you know, especially with the next one that I'm doing, the next one that I'm aiming for right now, you know, I, I, I'm i already setting it up where I'm really excited about it and I think it's going to be a fun one to shoot, uh, you know, so hopefully we get that done and we have it in post, you know, by the the first quarter of this coming year. Uh, you know, and who nice. knows? Maybe we'll be talking talking again soon after.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I added you on Facebook, so we will we'll stay in touch and yeah. um, okay, cool. Yeah, will, uh, get you on when you're ready. You know, when yeah. it's ready, Sounds when good. it's ready to come off the stove. Very, very yeah. cool. Well, like I said, exactly. Everybody, I'm I'm gonna bug you to death on this on the 15th. I'm gonna be blasting it everywhere, zero hours. I really enjoyed this film, and I think you will as well. Um, as always, too, whenever you watch any uh, independent film, um, all these streaming places have a little thing where you can leave a comment. You don't have to write a doctoral thesis, man. Just, uh, but leaving comments in, in the tech business, they call that engagement. And that helps. Mm-hmm. That helps. That, that tilts the pinball machine a little bit. Um, and it gets more eyes and, uh, on that particular project. And that's a way you can help. Just leave a comment, you know? It doesn't cost anything. Um, and I get some good uh, real world feedback, you know? Uh, yeah. In Hollywood, they spend a lot of money to find uh, focus groups and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You could be part of that process. <laughs> How cool is that? Very, very cool. Um, well, this is amazing. This is amazing, Justin. Congratulations. You did it. Thank you. You Thank know? You. I, I, I
2: appreciate it. I appreciate all the kind words and uh, yeah, I'm just now counting down the days. You know, a couple of weeks away to to get this out there and you know, hopefully, you know, I'm getting it out there and moving into the next one. You know, while we're at it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, just in time for Christmas. Just exactly. in time for Christmas. And folks, <laughs> perfect, perfect. you may holiday. know someone who works the, uh, the, the the third shift there. What a fantastic Christmas gift this would be. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: yeah, no, definitely. You know, out. <laughs> originally I was aiming for more Halloween, but then I thought, you know what, and terror films kind of said so too, you know, a lot that's that's the period everyone's aiming for. Let's go right after. You know, let's go somewhere around Thanksgiving or Christmas time instead.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when this hits the fifteenth, what you have to realize is everybody is sick to death of the same movie that Hallmark plays. Um, they yes, have the same, yes. but they're the same movie, and, um, you know, you can set your watch by what's happening in it. Um, this is different, and people are going to jump on this, I predict. I pre- If this was a horse, Justin, I would bet on it. That's all I'm saying. Well,
2: you know? I, I, I appreciate it. I definitely, I definitely do appreciate it.
1: Very cool. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it, and thanks for making a great movie.
2: Yes, no, no problem. Hat, thank too. you.
1: It, it
2: was definitely – it was definitely great. Uh, great speaking with you.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you, and folks, we will see you soon. Um, we are. We only have one show this week, and uh, that's because we're just incredibly late. No, that's not it at all. I have a charity event this Thursday. If you are local here in uh, South Florida, you might want to go over to the SIP Shop and Slay uh, Go Pink Challenge. This is the second annual. Um, it's a cool, they're, they're raffling off gifts. I've donated a messy Miami soccer uh, pop art painting for this. You can win that painting. Um, they're they're raffling it off. Well, some very cool uh, other stuff and whatnot. And that's in Boca Raton. That is this Thursday night. And, um, you know, I'll be the cat with crazy hair walking around. Um, who's white at six foot. And I'm five foot six. We're easy to see. We're easy to see. Come up and say hi. Uh, we will see you then. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thanks, Justin. Thank thank you. Have a good one. Have a good one, everybody. And as a final note, everybody, be patient. It's the holiday season. Don't wind up in a Karen video on YouTube. Although I find those incredibly funny and amusing, you won't. Don't be on one of those, and you're not going to win against the police. That's all I'm saying, you know. Uh, So don't argue with them.
0: Have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Block Talk Radio. Pana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio Manténganse al tanto
1: Hey, de Harry Hicks Fron uh, Sverige Och ni lysna till Pop Rocks Radio Med Jamie Rocks
0: Blog Talk Radio